0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tea Time Reports. This is Trevor here. Got another uh, film analysis episode here. Again, I hope you guys really enjoy these shorter little uh, movie review episodes. It keeps it short, sweet. Um, If you're into film, you can kind of get a suggestion. If you haven't seen any of these movies before, or you can just see what uh, I think about them. Um, Again, I try and go as in-depth as I can without kind of, like, making it too dragged out and making it kind of feel like a... A weird, um, awkward just me talking about a fucking movie for like fucking 45 minutes. I'd rather do a shorter, um, talk about the things that kind of stick to my mind regarding these movies, um, and then see where the, I guess, one-sided conversation can go from there, but uh, I do try and make these a little informative. Maybe you guys can find a new actor or actress you enjoy, um, or maybe a new film that you'll call one of your favorites. Um, But this next movie is actually going to be called Wind River with Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. It's one of the better mystery movies that have come out in the past 10 years, I'd say. Uh, this movie sticks with me very well, very much so, mainly because Jeremy Renner gives his best performance. If you don't know who Jeremy Renner is, all I really have to say is Hawkeye. Um, but Elizabeth Olsen, this might be her best movie as well. Um, I just think it's a star-studded cast. I'll just go ahead and summarize it and uh, read the back for you, everyone here. Again, I have the hard copy of all the movies I talk about. Um, again, a massive film nerd here. Uh, Wind River is a chilling thriller that follows a rookie FBI agent who's played by Elizabeth Olsen, who teams up with a game tracker uh, with a deep community tie and a Haunted Past, played by Jeremy Renner, to investigate the mysterious killing of a local girl on a remote Native American reservation. This movie is a really good mystery uh, type of movie. It's also kind of intense. The pace of the movie is slow, but it's deep, so you're invested in all the characters, into the story and the plotline. A really really good cameo, in my opinion, uh, John Brenthal, one of my personal favorites, great actor, has a really good, uh, cameo, I guess, in this movie, not really a cameo, but a guest appearance in this film, he doesn't have a big role, even though he can clearly take on a big role, um, again, the pace of this movie is really what sets it apart, it's eerie, it's, um, mysterious, it's kind of thrilling at certain points, um, But I would definitely call this a mystery kind of movie more than anything. Um, Jeremy Renner has to battle with a lot of inner demons. He lost his daughter, his character did, um, a couple years prior. His family was destroyed, and uh, he was, you know, hanging out with his son one one weekend, and a murder uh, occurred on uh, one of the ranches, not one of the ranches, but... I guess during he works on the reservation this Native American reservation by like hunting down mountain lions and stuff that are killing cattle and um, he kind of helps out the people around there and he he's the one that finds the the local girl's body in, uh in the middle of nowhere pretty much naked freezing signs of rape and a struggle and pretty much the whole movie is kind of leading up to where did this girl come from what happened to her um, who's involved, and it's, it's a bit of a mind-bender as well, because it's kind of like the gray, and I just talked about the gray in the episode prior to this one, to where it's very well-layered, there's a lot more deeper things at play than just trying to find a murderer, um, and I, I will say this, this movie kind of keeps you guessing in that sense, where you don't know what the fuck is gonna happen next, Um, Elizabeth Olsen really, really does a good job of kind of playing that I'm overwhelmed, but I'm overqualified kind of character. She does a great job in this movie. Um, Her and Jeremy Renner have a good chemistry on screen, and I've noticed that, not just in Marvel movies, but in this one. I thought this was a very good movie that, if you have not seen Wind River, I think you should see it as soon as possible. I think it came out in 2016, and let me just see if I can get that director here. Taylor Sheridan, written and directed by Taylor Sheridan. Shout out to Taylor Sheridan for putting a, a very solid movie out into the into the airways and the cosmos here. Um, thoroughly enjoy every aspect of this movie in the sense of, again, the pacing, and, and honestly, the setting is gorgeous. The camera work works. The music matches up with... with just the the whole vibe or the mood of the movie, and it's a depressing kind of film, but it's just really good. It's like The Grey and The Revenant in those aspects of where there's a higher purpose and a bigger story at play, but uh, people have their moral compasses and their principles, and that's what this movie kind of showcases more than anything, and Jeremy Renner, I, I gotta say this, shout out to him for delivering probably his best performance, um, besides maybe The Town with Ben Affleck in 2009, this might be his best movie, um, and I, I mean, it's quite obvious, if you have seen it, then you know what exactly what I'm talking about, it's a very serious, kind of over the top, you can tell this movie was trying to go for some Oscars here with, with definitely some of the writing, um, and I would have liked to see that because it was it was good um and i can't i can't name some of the side characters or actors in this um but everyone in this every performance is done very well it's a very thoughtful movie that kind of also shows the culture of Native American reservations as well as family life um and I thought that that was pretty pretty enlightening to tell you the truth and One of the things I genuinely enjoy about film is if they're able to show off the cultural or nature aspect of where they're filming. And I don't know where exactly they're filming here. Um, Might be in, like, fucking North Dakota or some shit, you know? But genuinely, the scenery is amazing. The snow is beautiful. The trees the camera work, the drone usage or the helicopter shot usage, it works not very, uh, you know, cinematography or, you know, camera sound. I'm not very knowledgeable on the different different shots or anything like that, but their aerial shots worked in this because it kind of just showed the, the snow and the mountains, bl- uh, this, the mountains blanketed by the snow and the trees. Uh, it was gorgeous. And they also did utilize, like, more nature shots and, um, kind of, it's like, it's hard to explain, but they, I feel like they used more of the scenery than they did their characters, um, to where, like, this is, again, one of those movies where not a lot of words had to be said to tell the story, um, and I can appreciate that because you, you should be able to kind of genuinely get the vibe without having to be fucking drowned in uh, dialogue by, you know, an overused antagonist or an underused uh, protagonist. It's just one of those things where this is a very balanced movie in all fronts, and I forgot how good of a year this was for film. Nocturnal Animals, Arrival, so many good movies came out the same time this did, and you can kind of get that vibe in general, from that time period of film, to where like everything is kind of like they, they, you can kind of still sense that you know, there was still some thought going into some of these movies, and you don't really get some of these independent stories or projects that are actually this good anymore. And even though it's seven years later, I still don't see like this kind of movie being made anymore. Like Wind River, like it's just, I feel like it's just too creative. You know, for for what's been going on in Hollywood, everything needs a sequel. Everything needs a a build up for a block office bang and it, it a blockbuster bang. I, I you know, it's just I'm glad that some movies still are made just to be good movies and to tell a good story and put them on the screen in a way where not only we can understand uh, but we can follow and also grow attached to some scenes, some characters. Some things won't leave your mind from this movie because of how deep and, you know, like and thoughtful this film is towards genuinely the situation at hand that kind of spirals the movie into existence, but just one of those movies where you genuinely need to watch it from start to finish in a thoughtful manner to where your phone isn't out, and you will genuinely never forget it. Like, it is one of those movies where it does stick to you, and for good reason it's a very traumatic story and i will say this where john Brenthal comes into the film he's only in one scene um it's a very powerful scene so when you see john Brenthal's character just know what comes after is a very very violent and brutal scene that kind of shows what happens to the young girl um and also shows you not everything is what you think it is because, to tell you the truth, I was a little shocked at the at the conclusion of the film, uh, mainly because I didn't see it coming. It, it kind of wound up in a, a legitimate snow standoff, and uh, things de- definitely didn't go according to plan on anyone's uh, front there. And it, it kind of is awesome to see things go to pure chaos when... You know, you're not really getting any traction on the plot line or any... You don't feel like you're getting anywhere in the story. And then they just throw a left, uh, you know, a a curveball at you. And you're just like, holy shit, I was caught off guard by that. Like a good twist, but not really a twist that you, you know, couldn't, you know, see coming. But you didn't expect it, you know. It It was, you know, not overplayed in any sense of the mean, but, like, you just, were like, oh, it, it wouldn't be all this, oh, oh, shit, it is, so, you know, t- for that aspect, they kept the suspense levels up consistently through the film to where you, again, didn't know what was gonna happen next, it kept you guessing, and if a movie can do that, then it's obviously written very well, um, but no, th- this is a very, very good, uh, movie, and it, It kind of says it perfectly on the front here. Danger comes with the territory. Um, Genuinely do really like what Jeremy Renner did with his character. Kind of a detached guy that was barely holding on to reality himself because he was trying to help everyone around him. Um, But he kind of forgot about him. And then Elizabeth Olsen plays a very, very, like I said, overachiever um, type of character. And then you have John Brenthal, who's, you know, again, not a massive part of the movie, but plays a really good part of it um, re- regarding, you know, the significance to the story. He was a very relevant character. And um, I'm glad that they, you know, that he actually, you know, hopped into this project because, you know, he saw the saw the script and he's like, oh, this is going to be a good movie. I, I want to be a part of that. And a certain actors and artists, I can appreciate that, that they actually care about the quality of what they're putting out. Is it just going to be garbage? Is it going to be just another movie? Is it going to be the same old album? No, I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna not take as much of the credit here. And I'm gonna put out something really good. And shit like that reminds me of Gary Oldman in the uh, third Hannibal movie. He actually is the guy that uh, is in the wheelchair with the fucked up face. Doesn't even have a credit in the uh, end scene of the movie. Like, not even, like, a post-credits of his name. He just does shit to do it because he appreciates the craft. And when you have people that come together and do that, you normally have a really special project that that's going to be released or definitely going to be uh, coming out. So when people do that in film, that's when you know you genuinely probably have a you know a gem, a gem, excuse me, or something good that might get some Oscars. Uh, but since the Oscar changes, I've just noticed a severe drop off in uh, I guess Oscar-nominated films and performances. They changed a lot of the requirements to be nominated for an Oscar. Now, you can still get a Golden Globe, blah, 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 but it's nothing compared to an Oscar. You aim for that Oscar when you put something out like this, and I'm surprised it doesn't even have a nomination or anything. It deserves at least something for writing. Um, but yeah, now Wind River 2016, and the director, again, is Taylor Sheridan. I have no idea what they've done in the past, but I'm sure I've seen something... Um, But yeah, no, this movie's incredibly deep, relatable on, you know, certain aspects of, I guess, character uh, development. I mean, you can kind of relate to some of the problems and the anxiety of certain uh, characters in this movie. And you can kind of appreciate it for what it is. It's not some action-packed New Frontier Movie. It's it's a thought-provoking film that keeps it suspenseful and eerie very well with minimal plot twists to the point where it's almost predictable. But then it, again, it throws that that curveball at you and you're just left starstruck. And there's some really good, captivating scenes and performances by side actors and actresses in this to where you you will actually. You know, you you might even be a little fucked up from this movie yourself. I actually tear up at the end of it mainly because I don't feel bad for what happens to the to the to the piece of shit at the end. I just it just kind of shows you how ugly thought processes and the world really is. Um, there, there's sickos out there, and that you got to be careful with who you're around. Um, and it kind of showcases that even better. But it genuinely is a different. Kind of street justice movie, and I really enjoy the redemption arc story of Jeremy Renner's character in this movie. And I, you know, I love every aspect of it, it's good, a, a decent amount of rewatch value. As far as you know, what if you want to pop it on once every three years, you'll find enjoyment in it probably every time. That is legit the only reason I have not watched it more than twice. It's because you know, with these types of movies, I've noticed you can kind of Lose sight of how good they are if you overwatch it. Mainly because, genuinely, it's a good plot, and you won't forget good plots or good stories. Like you, you go into a movie trying to watch it like you're watching it for the first time, so you can actually enjoy it. With movies like this, The Revenant, The Departed, you gotta get good breaks in between each viewing because I realize, like I said, you'll remember the story and the plot and some of the really cool and iconic scenes. But if you give it time, you know, some of that stuff will slip your mind and then you can go in and watch it like it's a whole new movie. Um, And that's why I, you know, try and space out stuff. Um, And then when I remind myself of it unintentionally a couple years later, I'll be like, oh shit, I gotta watch that again. That's it. That's another thing why I love film. It's a legit time machine, just like music is. And and that's why it's a different type of art for me. And I, I genuinely can only appreciate it. I can't shit on it by any means. Um, but I'm gonna give my review here, my rating, uh, for Wind River. Out of 10, I gotta go 8, um, although I should go 9 because of just how purely great the movie is on all fronts, the writing, the cinematography, the acting, the performances by legitimately everyone, the plot, uh, the dialogue, delivery, everything. Everything was perfect. Uh, not perfect, but as good as it could be for this type of movie with a cast at hand, and I thought that, Generally, Jeremy Renner blew me out of the water, so did Elizabeth Olsen. So, I mean, shout out to them, shout out to anyone that was, you know, uh, a part of making this project and this piece of art. I still enjoy it to this day, and I hope if you've not seen this movie Wind River, uh, I would recommend such, because it is it is something that will stick with you. Um, it could be in a bad or good way, but it's it's in a movie, it's a good movie. So if a movie can make you do that kind of thing, where it sticks with you a couple days after, maybe even a week after, maybe you think about it for the rest of your life off and on, that's a great movie. It has impacted you. Somehow, some way, some shape, some form, it has impacted you. And if art can do that, then it really is good art. Like, that is one thing about movies that is just so underrated, that, like, movies get lost in time, because you'll go, you'll see it once, and... You know, you may not ever see it again, but with music, you, you know, you press that repeat button on the on the playlist, and you're you're gonna listen to the same song twice, three times a day, maybe even you know six times a week, seven times a week. Nothing wrong with that at all. But you get to oversaturate yourself and realize how good music, you know, some songs or artists and music are because you get to listen to them all the time, and they get so much more, you know, projects and craft out there. But with film it takes years to make a movie sometimes longer than that um and some you know artists as far as acting and uh directing they aren't able to put out as much content so you know just making sure that you know you don't just watch a movie once you know it's kind of a good thing because if you're able to you know sit down for at least one other viewing of it then you'll actually maybe be able to find some more enjoyment in it and maybe even realize man i should watch this more often um People always tell me, if you watch the same thing over and over again, it just means you're afraid of moving on or blah, blah, blah. No, it's actually because I really enjoy just the art. I love it. I love TV shows that are really impactful, like Lost, Prison Break, uh, uh, Burn Notice, Black Sails, uh, Spartacus, fucking River Monsters, you fucking name it, man. I got, like, there's tons of shows out there. Shout out to Jeremy Wade. Um... But no, like the, the whole art of film and TV, like acting and directing and writing, putting a story to life, bringing a story to life, is probably one of the most purest forms of art, in my opinion. Because if you're able to do that, you're able to create something, not just life, but purpose. You can create purpose and a mission and a motivation, emotions, a, a drive for a whole new person. And that's your character. You can literally kind of birth a character. You're birthing a story. Not literally, but figuratively. And I just think that that's so fucking awesome. And especially when movies can actually pull it off like Wind River here, it's just so much more better. But I really hope you guys are enjoying these little uh, movie reviews. Um, If you've not checked out Wind River from 2016, directed by Taylor Sheridan, I thoroughly recommend that you do so. This is Trevor signing off, and stay tuned for more content. Take care, everyone.